0: Yeah. yeah! No, man. Absolutely. All, All right. right. All right. Whew. Hey, you know what? We learned a lot from AEW. You know, if at first you sparkler and smoke, you light it up and throw a bomb out there. k Yeah. Matt, you ready to do some business? Yeah. Fire away. Hi, everybody. Well, hi, Matt. Hi. everybody else, welcome to a thundering. Cavity searching. Yeah. Chest slapping. Woo! Vroom, vroom, vrooming. In a fast late episode of The Brothers of Discussion. Yeah. We're going to get your tires changed and fluids filled for the last WWE Network pay per view ever. I'm going to miss your WWE Network. <laughs> Matt, we're going to strap you in for a frilly tailed peacock fest. Whatever that means. And of course, declare a winner for the Wednesday night wars. Matt, an episode would be remiss if we didn't mention those wars and how they occur every Wednesday night. Matt, another hot, spicy week. Uh, also, uh, you know, not a corn beefy week and potatoes and cabbage. Matt, happy cabbage day to you. Uh, how was your Saint Patrick's Day? I, it was pretty good. You you know, it was a busy day.
1: So yeah, it's yep. uh just working on out, out the podcasts and the blogs and even today it was busy matt was trying to get jobs and stuff and um uh, yeah it just it's, it's never ending in fact right now um i am guilty of being a horrible husband because uh, i tried to put down my daughter twice and uh, it was about 45 minutes i think uh, so we went from like seven thirty to uh 8 she didn't go down either time so mm. my Seven month pregnant wife is up there right now, putting her down because she's the best wife in the world, and I <laughs> am officially the worst husband of all time.
0: Like, <clears throat> yeah, but what a podcaster! Look at that commitment.
1: <laughs> I did it all for you.
0: Um, <laughs> that's how our video ends. Like, yeah. Uh... <laughs> and then your wife was like, put our child to sleep. And you Hulk Hogan in 2002 and went, no, no, no. Yep, I'm, I'm a the, terrible person. Well, I don't know why. What uh, what finishing move do you usually use to put Eddie down? Do you use the carrying cross headlock? Oh, uh, um, I guess. Britt Baker, uh, it's, it's what a, you got, Lackjaw.
1: It's a reverse cross face. So um basically I have her in my arms and instead of me pulling her neck you know her head back I'm just letting it cradle into my <laughs> into my elbow so I'm just you know holding her like that that's that wow. was the best I could do it is it is technic- it's it's a reverse crossface because I I'm just holding her neck the way it's supposed to be held instead of bending it the other
0: way I love it man that's a great <laughs> but, yes luck
1: but if I did have her just flipped over. It would be very yeah. close. Yeah, as as anybody who knows. Uh, oh my gosh, Robbie Fabry scored again! Holy crap! Uh, it's good. Good to know that uh, every time, every time we podcast, Mike, uh, these last couple of weeks, the Red Wings put up a good game. Uh, as everybody knows, that's our that's our other show that uh, goes along with the YouTube channel. We're hoping everybody's checking out at uh, the Brothers in Discussion. Mike, those subscriber numbers just keep going up. I'm pretty proud of everybody. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm proud of us. I'm very happy for everybody that's tuning in. Uh, Just know, if you're tuning in right now and you're a Red Wings fan, um, you can subscribe to the playlist as well and get the notifications when those Red Wing Ran episodes go live. Uh, And then uh, on the flip side, if you're a pro wrestling fan, uh, just subscribe to the pro wrestling side of it, and you'll get those notifications when those episodes go live. But uh, for the most part, Mike, Sunday, Monday, or uh, I'm sorry, Sunday, Wednesday are uh, the hockey shows, and then every Thursday night we try to go live for uh, for pro wrestling. And uh, Mike, I- I'm pretty excited that we're going live right now. That's a pretty. That was a pretty great. That was a pretty great day of uh, pro wrestling yesterday. I think um, NXT UK just gave us another couple of things to be excited about today, like they did last week. Uh, again, another camp. <laughs> Can't miss show. I mean, Trent Seven and Jordan Devlin. Um Jesus Christ. That NXT UK. For for everything we want to do for having the Wednesday night wars, I'm telling y'all, don't don't miss NXT UK. Forget whatever sort of baloney you want to talk about with ratings. Forget the war. Just ignore all wrestling all week and you will have a great time just watching nxt uk but uh there's an- another banger i don't want to go too deep into it because we've got a lot of bigger stuff to talk about including like possibly possibly a 72 hot dog match which we'll get into in a little bit uh and i, I hope everybody has their hot dog scores ready i i would love it if you guys would send us in the chat, how many hot dogs you are giving the uh, Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa match. Right when I said that we lost all of our viewers, but come back, give us your hot, uh, I'm thinking what I'm thinking, Mike, is that they're grabbing a notepad. Uh, They're going to do the math and try and figure out and give us a good score on, uh, on how many hot dogs that match truly deserves. Uh, But as I continue to ramble, Mike, let's, let's jump into uh, something that I, it's just, Nobody would guess, right? No uh, and when I say it, you'll know what I'm talking about. Nobody would guess that this is what I am actually going to be rooting for. Uh but I'm or I'm rooting against but Mr. Drew McIntyre Mike, I am really They did it. They no. did it. Huh. I'm going to be rooting against Mr. Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania.
0: Wow.
1: All in on Bobby Lashley. Mike, they goddamn did it. They told a f- they told a goddamn fucking story that made me, I'm going to root against my favorite guy in the WWE right now. Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre official. Mike, how, how do you feel about that?
0: Well, you know, I thought MJF was going to be Judas of the week. But look at you, man. Turn, turn code on Mr. McIntyre himself. <laughs> we, I thought you and that glistening chest hair were meant yeah. to be. I thought you were going to one day leave your wife and two children for this uh, glowing Scotsman, but so no longer. I, I thought it would be, Mike, maybe you want to chime in here. Um maybe, hi,
1: Amy. Yeah, oh, yeah, hey, Amy. I brought up uh, the comment there. So uh, you said hi to me first because I saw it first. Um <laughs> I don't know where that's coming. I mean, it was a response to Mike saying hi. Yeah. Hey, it doesn't make any sense why I did that. Yeah. Um, Mike, I and while we have so many viewers, please uh, feel free to chime in. But if, if I, being a huge Drew McIntyre fan, I feel like I should put something up if Drew actually wins as sort of an apology uh, to the fact that Bobby Lashley should absolutely win at WrestleMania. Uh, sort of akin to when I was supposed to eat a Big, Key, Big E cock cake uh, a yeah. few few years ago i I said he would win the money in the bank and uh mike you said if he did not win i had to eat a biggie cock cake and uh still haven't had to do it it's gonna be good youtube content one day but uh mike if drew mcintyre wins it's gonna feel like it's all my fault because of all the support i've given him over the last year what what are we talking should i get uh a tattoo on my inner thigh of drew mcintyre's face um of course, I'm sure my wife would love to see that
0: <clears throat> uh, <laughs> every
1: so often.
0: I think that you should get a tattoo of that sword on your belly. And then oh. you can one day at a photo op at a wrestling con have Drew pick you up like you're the sword. And then he can shank you into the ground and then have his way with you. <laughs> um, I don't think anything would make you happier. Um, Matt, what a 180. Uh, you know, because we all loved uh, Drew. I think we loved his rise. I think if uh, if you didn't see the value he brought to the company over the past, uh, you know, 12 months with COVID, uh, you're, you're out of your mind bananas. Um, but credit to that WWE writing team. Credit to uh, my MVP of 2020 and into 21. MVP himself uh, for finally, you know, uh, making a, a credible foe um in Bobby Lashley that's what MVP did um but I, I think you're I think a lot of people kind of have that sentiment where they want to uh see Bobby Lashley get his moment let him see uh you know get his moment at Wrestlemania you know so his only moment is not uh, Donald Trump oriented but I think uh I gotta say Matt I think a lot of the people I think uh, I'm gonna include myself and I'm gonna speak for the people Where I think uh, I know it would have been a really short build. He would have just had to, you know, essentially parachute in out of nowhere. But uh, they haven't had issues doing it with him in the past. I think a lot of people wanted that Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley. And uh, we're going to have to wait for that, Matt. I I wanted it to be a WrestleMania thing. And maybe they're saving that until there's actual fans. You know, there's going to be some. There's going to be a sprinkling at WrestleMania. But maybe they're saving that for SummerSlam.
1: Amy says, "Matt, I am flabbergasted that you're rooting against our darling McIntyre." And then uh, she does throw in there. She, she's a little tipsy, maybe uh, leftover from uh, St. Patty's Day yesterday. Uh, so she'll she'll likely forget. So we'll, I'll have to remind you, Amy. I'll uh, we have we have plenty of channels to speak. Uh, also, Mike, congratulations to Amy who uh, correctly guessed my quick contest uh, this past week. Yes. Um Big Swole tweeted something out about the offbeats so I took a picture or a, a screenshot of the offbeats from uh, a and said first person to tell me where this is from gets a t-shirt and bam i mean uh, and i'm so happy of all people amy i'm so happy it was you that got it <laughs> i uh i <laughs> if there's anybody i love sending free stuff to it's it's a 1000% amy for everybody yes. else that's listening i'm sorry you come second to amy it's just how it works um so that's on the way. Also, <laughs> hey, good reason to always follow along to at BOD Podcast, right? Matt was just feeling generous. He threw one out there. Uh, Mike, uh moving on, I think uh we'll we'll just leave that. We have a few weeks before WrestleMania. If anybody comes up with a good idea for what Matt has to do, uh to apologize if Drew McIntyre wins. Um, I, I think there's a pretty good chance I'm not gonna have to do anything. But if he does, again, we'll
0: we'll figure something out and throw out your ideas. Uh, like, uh, Peacock Fest. The Peacock, the frilly Peacock Fest, it's about to begin. Um, Matt, I think you've already kind of sampled a little bit of that, uh, you put your toe in the old Peacock Pond, and, uh, you you know, it doesn't sound like you hated it. Um, I'm, uh, Matt, are we gonna, are we gonna pour one out for the WWE Network? Uh, you know, something that, uh, I don't know. I I know... (laughs) I know for a while it got a lot of credit as one of the better streaming networks um but a lot of that was propaganda that we found on usa and uh you know fox when uh smackdown was on there and be like my god what an award-winning streaming network <laughs> i didn't yeah, know I... there was a, a streaming network award show um you know was was that hosted by martin short i i don't remember that happening man. <laughs>
1: No, I, uh, I, you you are absolutely uh, correct. I, I think we did find out later that, you know, this is uh, the WWE uh, helping sponsor <laughs> these workshops. shows. But I, I, I will say, and I was so excited when the network started because I said, this is what it will lead to. And at the time I was really hopeful it meant that we were all cutting the cable. All it really meant was that the money is still going to the same people. It's just getting moved around differently. So we spend a little bit less on HBO Max and Paramount and Peacock than we would spend on cable. But unfortunately, Mike, we're paying for HBO Max, Paramount, (laughs) Peacock, uh, Disney Plus, Hulu, Netflix. The list goes on and on. Uh, Lest we forget the Spotify's of the world uh, so we can get our music fix. Um, And, of course, any of our lovely podcasters that we're supporting, which I think we all have a few that... Um, we're proud to, and some we're ashamed to mention that we're donating to. And who could forget your favorite OnlyFans account that you can't just help but donate a three three dollars and fifty cents every month when you're just
0: when you're down on your luck, Mike, and you can't you just (laughs) you want to watch you want to watch somebody sit on a birthday cake. Who's want to watch your your favorite Instagram model? You want to oh you want to you want to fork out yeah we didn't want that birthday cake to get mushed what did that birthday cake ever do to you um
1: full video on our only fans <laughs> all right uh check it out brothers of discussion
0: can't wait for matt to sit on that biggie cake oh boy what a day that's gonna be um, so
1: andre's thrown out there this is a good transition into uh by wwe network work but what's going on with peacock is uh it, it's it's not uh change isn't always good is what andre throws out there mike um, how about instead of, uh, pay-per-views being listed, uh, by, by year, they're listed by season. So, um, what that means, like, take, take into consideration how many fast lanes there are and how many WrestleManias there are, there are, uh, that means there's like six or seven seasons of Fastlane, um, but, you know, uh, 35 seasons of Wrestlemania, um, it's just, yeah, but
0: how many seasons of Great Balls of Fire can I stream? That's my question.
1: Exactly. So it, it's a little confusing to figure out what, what the hell is going on. Um, it, it just gets more so, like, I, I'm sure we're going to get really buried in, in what we're trying to find if we're trying to find a Monday Night Raw or a SmackDown. Um, so it it's that kind of thing is bugging me. But, like, while I was going around, they, they do have some – added pieces like i I just went through and clicked on drew mcintyre's face and i had eight of his top videos i don't know how they're rated but they were all pretty relevant to like storylines that had just gone down in the last couple of months so it wasn't anything where you were getting like the original mcintyre match which probably makes a little bit a little bit more sense or like a you know how about a wrestlemania win but uh, it's at least trying to get you caught up with all the faces that you're seeing. So anybody that has a Peacock subscription and they want to get to know the guy that's that's on right now, uh, you're getting all of the most recent storylines. So there's uh, fast lane stuff for, for Seamus. There's reasons that the Bobby Lashley storyline is important. Um, and then there's the, uh, uh, you know, t- finishing off the story with Randy Orton too is, is mixed in there. So some... Parts of it, like if you dig, you can find the positives, but you know, this is going to take some getting used to as Andre threw out there. I think, um, I think, I think even Peacock was worried about that because they were already throwing out like, well, <laughs> Hey, the whole catalog's not going to be here. Hold, hold up. Just hold your horses. Like this is way different than Peacock going, you know, here's uh parks and rec, right? Yeah. We've got, you're your 20 episodes a season. You've got six or seven seasons. Boom, it's up. This is <laughs> like thousands upon thousands upon thousands of hours of content that is yeah. moving from the network to uh, to Peacock. And it's just, it's going to, it's an incredible undertaking. Um, and goddamn, I think we'll all be the Undertaker's think, age uh, by the time.
0: Yeah, oh, I think I one kind of interesting thing is, um, like they went to Peacock, right? We don't know what the other bids were for the other, like major, major streaming networks. You know, if, uh, um, uh, you know what Amazon or, you know, Netflix or Hulu put out there and Peacock, what I feel like they're really good at is they, you have a, an entity, an NBC entity that you already love and they give you the extra stuff. And I, I have, like the extra content, like the content you used to get when you bought the DVDs, um, I'm, you know, I'm going to talk about the office just because they've they have extended DVD episodes. They have um, there's like web series that were uh, you know like a short lived um, like it actually won uh, like internet awards for uh, like short term like skit comedy. Um, and then they have you know like the, the other little little quirks like you can pretend you set up a, a background so it sounds like you're at an office if you're working from home. So. I don't know if Peacock is going to have what we're looking for wrestling-wise in that capacity. And I think that's where I would have preferred to kind of see, um, you know, like what Netflix's bid was, if there was one, just because it gets a little creepy, right, when their algorithm has an idea of, you're probably really going to like this. You're like, shut up, algorithm. You don't know anything. And then, you know, there I am watching uh, uh, The Center uh with Bill Pullman and I was skeptical at first and now I'm eight episodes in. So I think it would have been nice to kind of see what Netflix Netflix's um um you know algorithm could have done with wrestling, you know, to kind of take you from that main like Undertaker River and take you to all the little, you know, Bray Wyatt and Kane tributaries, um, you know, just as an example. Or, you know, if you watched a Daniel Bryan match, kind of watch it, um you know, going back to like the the steamboats and you know the macho mans and the Owen Hart matches to kind of watch that trickle down to well, if you like Daniel, you're you're probably gonna like the all the guys that he you know loves as his heroes. Um, I don't know if that's gonna be a, a priority for Peacock. You know, it seems like they're gonna want you know to make commercials for Triple H. You know, the Heartbreak Kid, Undertaker, Stone Cold. You know, the big names. So I don't right. know. Uh, we it's brand new. Like uh like Andre said, like you you know echoed and. Um, they'll kind of learn, but I don't know. I, I'd be interested to see what the other streaming network bid were bids were.
1: Yeah, I, I'll throw the last couple things out there. Good on them for making a seamless transition. Um, and then uh, it, it is something, too. Like, I go on to Peacock now, and they have, like, recommended videos, like you mentioned, and it's not it's not an episode of Raw, it's not a pay-per-view, it's like a two-minute YouTube video of WWE and it's like, maybe you'd like this, it's like oh, okay, yeah, I'll check that out and then you move on, then you go find then you click on, you know, you have your different channels and one of them's uh, WWE uh, so it's some good stuff but definitely, I, I would I think the important thing here is to just, again uh, what Andre said Mike, the way you were putting it to important thing, everybody just go in and be patient like it is going to be rough to start we should all just know that going in mike what wasn't rough to start aw's new dark elevation uh aw dark's elevation show how do we want to say that the elevation um, yeah. starring i love uh i love how like everything gets organized online it doesn't say starring any of the pro wrestlers uh on on youtube like when i searched for it to find it um starring Paul White. Uh, it's just kind of, kind of fun. But that's, uh, that's who the star is. So, You know, just an interesting little tidbit. If I am watching on uh, my Xfinity app, if I'm watching NXT, it says starring Beth Phoenix. Uh, so just a little tidbit there. So not out of the ordinary. I think it makes sense because you always, you know, the announcers will always be there. But Mike, ah, did you get a chance to listen to any of that? And I say, listen, because I, Mike, Main takeaway was uh gotta be honest here is uh, is Paul White and his his announcing abilities. So I, I I give him I give him an A plus for uh you know the first time we're really hearing him out there. Uh I think there were moments where it sounded like you were chit-chatting with your buddy, which is good. There are also moments yeah. where that also like it, it also just got really quiet because just like when you're watching pro wrestling, you start to absorb it. And I think That isn't necessarily his fault. You know, it's the first time we're really hearing anything, and uh, it's really on a producer to make sure that there's there's enough talking points or that the conversation continues to roll. Final thought: with that, we can't be too critical uh, because it is a YouTube show. But all in all, uh, success, and uh, they pulled seven hundred thousand people on onto onto YouTube away from Monday Night Raw, maybe a couple of them. Uh, So so good on them. It's a pretty good show for a live live video. Mike, we have. We have three people watching right now. So I I would kill for 700,000 people. I I shouldn't put this online, but.
0: um. No, we, uh, we've we've given (laughs) AEW a lot of grief uh, before the tournament uh, to see who's going to, you know, be the number one contender for uh, Hikaru Shida. And, uh, you know, at least at the onset, it kind of looks like they're trying to do a better job of featuring the women's division here. Uh, You know, getting some more um, exposure, you know, for us, for big swole, um, you know, getting the, the Leela Grays out there, getting the Abadons out there, the Red Velvets out there, um, you know, the Tay Contis out there. Um, and of course, you know, the main event, Rio and Maki Ito, who has uh, easily sung her way into our hearts. Um, so yeah, I, I, get what, uh, I get what they're trying to do. Uh, a little more exposure for these guys who and gals who have not, uh, you know, quite had as many matches or segments on uh, Dynamite, but um man, the way the women have been hitting home runs basically every, like, uh, I'd say five or six weeks in a row was easily the best segment of Dynamite. Um, they they might just want to kind of uh, redistribute, uh, you know, <laughs> how they do the television time on TNT uh, because it's it's been so lopsided in terms of, um, like, in-ring match excellence. So um, the, the only thing is I, I hope that they... I hope they don't see these numbers and think that it's time to, uh, you know, pull a WWE and start, you know, doing an extra broadcast for two hours on Friday, um, and Monday, and Thursday, and Wednesday. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe let it simmer like they're doing on YouTube. Let it simmer. That's my right. hope.
1: I, yeah, I think uh, you know. Long story short, I, I like that it's being tried. I think it's something that um, I, I think we would all be on board to get more. Free wrestling. Uh, yeah. In fact, you know, kind of free, um, if you want to just pull it that way. But, yeah, I, I, all in all, it's free. Uh, so we're not going to be too critical. Uh, no. show uh, like, super watchable, uh, you know, hey, it's free. All right, moving on. Mike Biggie, <laughs> Biggie had the uh, the promo of, um, God, of his career, uh, easily. I, I want to see if I can find this and queue it up. Um, Mike, I, I hope you you did get a chance to watch it. I know you and I are always flip flopping on who's going to be watching SmackDown. Um, Mike, there's 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 a tear in his eye. Mike, it, it it was something that he he spoke with so much passion to to destroy Apollo Cruz that it it got it got to him emotionally, and and it just you felt it through the screen. You could, you could walk up to the screen, like put your hands up. You couldn't, you weren't just feeling the warmth of, yeah. uh, of the glow. Mike, you were feeling the passion, maybe his pecs, but a lot of passion coming from, from Biggie. And it, it, it was one of those things that I, I, I was a little mad that some of the responses that we got, um, like reposting it were, were actually reflective uh, uh, or they, they bounce. It, it was something where they were bouncing, away from from how passionate and how great it was because he used to throw pancakes. Mike, if you, not you, but in in general, if there's a human who has that issue with like making the adjustment, like turning around and seeing that a human has different layers inside of them, you've really gotta like reanalyze what you're doing watching pro wrestling because every human being has a ton of layers if we can't allow Big E to deliver the promo of his life in something that's really gonna, I think we can all agree, this Apollo Crews Big E finish is probably gonna be amazing. If we can't allow Big E to be serious, then what? What are we doing? What are we watching this for? Everybody's gonna stay in in one lane is is ridiculous because we don't expect the people in our lives to do that. Why in God's name would you ever expect that out of your pro wrestlers? I, 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 uh, I mean, it makes me sad uh, the, that we actually had to deal with that. But Mike, God, don't I mean the you're the scaring rock, me right
0: now. No, the the Rock uh, used to come out and he looked like uh, you know Michael Scott fresh from sandals Jamaica. Um, I mean, Stone Cold used to be the Hollywood Blondes. I, I, I think we can give Biggie a break. Uh, that he used to throw pan- he used to shell out pancakes, um, and now he wants to be a little bit more serious. I, I I don't know. I think people are just kind of picking and choosing. Ah, they're full of shenanigans, man. I wouldn't worry too much about them. Um, I know you want to. Sh- Do you have the clip ready? Nope. It's can't okay if you it. don't. Um, I it's just can't believe it. how excited I am for this feud between Biggie, uh, single superstar, and Apollo. Whew. I heard a. I heard one interesting idea. Since he's doing such a radical reboot, yeah. Um, he's got a a new voice, uh, a new look. Um, like an entirely, you know. Now he's a heel. Uh, we've never really seen him do that before. That that goofy smiling gimmick that nobody was buying. That's out of here. Matt, would you have in this instance? We know WWE likes uh, cutting people's names in half. Was this the time to maybe give him a new name too?
1: Um, I think that's better served for guys that are like taken uh, extended periods away. I I I think that's where I'm gonna save those those decisions. I I don't know. I I don't like changing anybody's name, so I I, it would be more or less like asking, uh, do I think the WWE should have done it? um, Even though I'm always against it, and I I guess it could it could have made sense. I'm not. It's it's not. ah,
0: Jeez. I just feel like they're gonna really if he's gonna double down. If he's gonna double down on the Nigerian roots story. I just think this could have been his, um, you know, Cassius Clay, Muhammad Ali moment. And, you yeah. know, he could have really embraced it. Um, it's not like it's too late now. They could still find some way to do it, but, uh, I don't know that I, I, I think that new identity has grown on me. I think it's starting to grow on the community. Um, and I think if you're going to, you know, just totally pull the trigger on this one, uh, maybe do it. Maybe just go all in on it. Cause we know what Apollo Cruz is from, uh, and Matt's got the clip ready. Hit us, Matt, All right. before let me know, uh, before let we me know get pulled down from WWE. Right. <laughs> let me know if you can't hear it. Now, All
1: right. Now it's I, it's I for an eye. Now it's you, you take one of mine and I take two of yours. Now it's you, you come here to hurt me, and I come here to maim you. Now, now it's you step on my lawn and i bulldoze
0: your house it's beating you hitting you now
1: <laughs> that's not enough no no i gotta end you i got to end you now now it's i all right so that was uh, that's restarting uh so i apologize there uh but oh my god it's just <laughs> Like I want to cry with Big E. Like I, I you, you, you got the the emotion and the, just the the feverish like power in each word. Like when he's just like he's, it's like he's got the thought and he wants it. To, like in his head, he's just thinking of of like melting or or uh, disintegrating Apollo Cruz into dust. And it's 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 having trouble coming out of his mouth. So he just pushes it all out. It's just ah, and another like powerful throw of 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 words at uh, Apollo. It's just, Oh God, it's such a great promo. I think I've watched that promo probably 20 times. Ah, Mike, when we come back at the end of the year, I guarantee this is going to be on our list of top promos of the year. Like this is,
0: he's, he's for so long had to uh, channel all his efforts and energies into comedy. Um, And we know that he had that uh, um, upbringing where he was around, uh, you know, preachers, Uh, you know, that's something he brought up on his podcast. So for them to give him uh, the green light to be like, you know, you can use that, rechannel it, um, you know, get yourself over, get this match over, get the get the feud over, um, and you don't have to tell jokes. And uh, that was it's such a one hundred percent success, and uh, it's almost like, man, we could have been doing this the whole time. This guy could have been running the company, and uh, we're getting uh, we're getting little snippets, we're getting teases, and uh, it. I think it really just means. We're in for something in the future. Let me tell yeah,
1: you. Yeah, I, I mean, th- we could also be seeing another guy that's not long for this WWE world. Um, you know, depends on how much he loves pro wrestling over, you know. Hey, let's make some moolah! Like I, <laughs> I'm, I'm putting that out there. I'm putting that video out there, and I'm, I'm getting me uh, an edge. You know, post wrestling career, getting ready to go. Um, <laughs> no reason. you know i i think a lot of these wrestlers get shit for that uh no go go get that money like think about what edge has done in a couple of years here he gets to go right back into being in viking tv shows and making money so i'm not saying uh you know obviously edge was actually hurt but he has quite a fallback when he's done here which is yeah i mean biggie
0: he's uh i know he's just producing his own stuff um with that kind of like uh, oh my god
1: what he, yeah, what he's doing to to actually bring uh, black education to schools, like black history and actual black history is incredible. Uh, like everything Big E is doing, if it's about us just selfishly enjoying his work or him teaching the world proper black history. Oh, my God. This guy's a fucking hero. I just like I, I can't. Oh yeah. I, and that's why, Mike, that's why I was willing to eat a cake. In the shape.
0: Oh my God. Hey. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm really excited so for much. that. I'm really excited for that cartoon to come out. That's gonna be really great. Um, let's just knock out a few more of these nuggies and then we'll get into the wars. We still gotta do fast lane, man. Inside of an hour. Here we go. Braun got slacked. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's the end of his career. Uh Matt is WWE switching to Paramount Plus already. Yeah, I don't. I buddy. don't
1: understand. I don't understand. Like, what? Uh, <laughs> who, who's getting anything out of this? And Mike, we were supposed to rank the Shane McMahon feuds. Um, I couldn't stomach it. Yeah, we <laughs> still have that queued up, maybe for pre-WrestleMania. I, I just, you know, they 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 might all be getting similar scores. So let me put that out there. Uh, Mike, we also have uh, Eric Bischoff announced as part of the Hall of Fame t- class of 2021. Uh, this is my favorite time of year, Mike. I bring it up uh, every year for the show uh, to remind everybody how little this matters. Um, it's just to get more ad revenue for the WWE. Uh, it, it is the most useless Hall of Fame in all of sport.
0: Uh, you well, know, what's, what's puzzling about it? <laughs> the last time we saw Eric Bischoff on TV, he was on yeah. AEW. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I don't know if uh, you know he's going to be there for the Hall of Fame ceremony. He, he might have a prior commitment with All Elite Wrestling. Um, and as more of these guys uh, jump <laughs> ship, I don't know what they're going to do when it's time to induct old gold dust uh, in the WWE Hall of Fame. What if they wanted the big show in the Hall of Fame? Uh, I don't know what they're going to do, man.
1: Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll just throw out there, maybe this is a sign of, like, maybe it's going to mean a little bit less like maybe we can start to create a cohesive family of pro wrestling like all pro wrestlers are a family all of these creators are family uh so we don't have to it doesn't always have to be the bashing of skulls so maybe it's that but honestly i just see it as another chess move i just see it as another hey we're gonna sign eric Bischoff as a legend so you can't have him on your show anymore that's like that's what instantly popped in my head so that that's sad that that pops into my head that's not what I want. What I want is Eric Bischoff to go make money wherever he wants, just like I want Big E to go have go you know go have a fantastic uh, acting career. <laughs> like, I just want the best for these guys, um, and I, I think I don't think it's. The- for him to get locked into a, a single contract, but it might be less fun. Uh, so, all right. Uh, Mike, is it, uh, is it about time?
0: Oh, we... hell yeah. Let's get right, into those... from August 19th, to 2020. All right. One of, these days, to yeah. one of these days I'm going to
1: update that video. Just update it to easy.
0: August 20th, 2020. I'm going to update it to no date. <laughs> or that. So
1: then it'll be easier to manage. Uh, Mike, I think since we are uh, declaring a match of the year candidate on your show, uh, the one that you primarily watch, because uh, as you know, Mike, I I take the time to make sure I watch AEW. I
0: watched NXT this week. Oh, you did? Oh, cool. All right. I was going to give you some. That's why I knew AEW was the winner. I'm like, man, NXT should never win. What the hell? All right, man, (laughs) let's hear it. Moment number three from Next Extra Time Wrestling came in second place out of two shows. Matt, what do you got?
1: Yeah, and I was trying to put this together because there's a lot of stuff that was set up for the the takeover two night, you know, two nights in a row. I at first I was like, this feels like uh Spider-Man uh Far From Home, where we wrapped up uh the MCU universe post uh, endgame. And I was like, no, they d- no, that was actually when like Adam Cole lost like that was that. So I don't even know what to dub this, but it really, it, it's just the creation of all the storylines heading into takeover. So it it was a, a kind of weak show, but you still got some amazing wrestling, which brings us to number three. And I'm still as an amazing wrestling match. I'm still going to call it a little confusing was uh, Dexter Loomis and Austin theory. So <clears throat> it's confusing because Austin theory is a member of the way and they wanted him to prevail uh, and, and specifically, Johnny Gargando, uh, Gargano and Candice LeRae without them there. So he gets, you know, kind of snubbed there. And then, right near the end of the match, uh, Dexter Loomis puts a hand out to help Austin Theory up, pulls up Austin, and uh, Austin's like, I knew that you weren't trying to kill me or whatever. I knew we were just going to be friends. Gives Dexter a big hug. Dexter, finisher, hold, match over. I don't know what what are we supposed to get out of that storyline wise. I'm happy Dexter won. Austin looks like there's no real direction with his story. The way, like it just it just feels like we're all all we did was prolong the existence of the way, and we just know that Austin has nobody he can trust, and that kind of sucks because he proved in that match against Dexter that he's fantastic. Um, the selling he did. Uh, actually, eyes rolling in the back of his head to sell uh, the hold, the finisher from yeah. uh, from Dexter was fantastic. Yeah, we don't see that very often, Mike. Uh, so, kudos to Austin and and just you know from bell to bell, it was it was a fantastic match from both of those fellas. So that's uh, that's my number three moment uh, for NXT. Just could have been higher if it wasn't so confusing as to why like what what's what's in this for Austin theory. Just getting. She'll act from every angle. Uh, Mike, number three for AEW.
0: I can't not include this in the list because these two guys are having the time of their life. They feuded over the AEW championship. They floated around other promotions, floated around the, the impact zones to the, the Japan's, the WWE's and now Moxley Kingston are together. And it looks like they realize that this is going to be a short-term relationship because they are just embracing every second of it. Uh, Their promos where they're just bouncing jokes off each other, calling Luke Gallows, uh, Forky from Toy Story 4, <laughs> um, you know, making fun of the, uh, the too sweet gesture. Eddie Kingston couldn't even bother to put his whole hand up. He just did kind of a boop onto Moxley. Um and then uh, they got hammered in the match. It's a much better story if, you know, they have a mountain to climb. And so the Good Brothers got the jump on them, um, and they outnumbered Mox and Kingston. Um, and at the end, after uh, all the dust had settled, and, you know, of course, uh, the beatdown from the, the villains after Omega jumped in to help the Good Brothers, uh, Kingston was just beside himself, uh, like a, like an afternoon soap, you know. Get me in the ring. Where's Mox? Where's Max? Get me next to him. I gotta be next to him. <laughs> and it was sweet, you know. And it, it was like it was sweet to see the love between these two men. But you know, he's also trying to be protective of his friend because he, he knows he knows how much uh, you know trouble the 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 good brothers have brought upon him. So it was it was a really sweet tender moment in an episode of pro wrestling, Matt. Uh, so that's my moment number three. was the the the, the man love between these two, Matt. Moment number two. Did it have any mad love like uh, Eddie, the Mad King, and John Hawks?
1: Um, depends on if you think Walter was trying to go for a handshake before he destroyed Champa uh, with his hand. I, I don't know if it was just a miscalculation. Uh, but no. Uh, Mike, I I am obviously talking about Walter making his presence known. He's ready to go up against Tommaso Champa and uh, two. Go along with this is an, another incredible match from Champa. And uh, he went up against Marcel Bartel. Uh, he, he's trying to take out every member of Imperium uh, with Thatcher by his side. I, I just, Mike, this story just got sent to the moon. Uh, Walter making his presence known over in NXT. And we know that uh, NXT UK has a championship match figured in. We just saw that today on NXT UK, the actual program. So <laughs> I don't know if that's going to be pre-taped or one of these isn't going to be live, which I, I don't have the biggest problem with. But it is going to be an incredible week for Walter because we know he just turns in like match of the year after match of the year. And to know that I, I got to see uh, Champa and Bartel go at it and then see Walter, you know, to give that, uh, that entrance that he gave very similar to when he first arrived in NXT UK just the um, the slope uh, plotting sounds of that entrance theme which is uh, that Jupiter um, god I can't remember what the name of that song anyways um, it's 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 the song that inspired the the jaws theme but yeah. um, he comes out gives that you know the just at the top of the uh, the entrance ramp just standing there and that silhouette is just so I don't know it's it's it, it just it's got to be terrifying, you know, if we're going to play kayfabe for a second. And uh, every time you see it, it, it's so cool. It's like seeing the, the bat signal kind of thing. Uh, because he, he has such a, like, it, his structure, his body is is so unique in particular. Like, it, it's just, that's Walter every time. Uh, but, yeah, to know that this is going to turn into a takeover match, um, it just makes it that much more fun. So, uh, Mike, you're uh, number two for for AEW this week.
0: This was uh this was a segment that had a lot of moving pieces. There was five different parties that had something going on. So it wasn't a, it wasn't a wrestling match. It was just AEW kind of showing the chess pieces as they set up this board for the TNT Television Championship, whatever they want to call it. Uh, but Darby came out and he's willing to offer up a chance. He's he's tired of of having a feud with FTW and Taz and friends. So he wants to start defending the title every week. He wants to have, you know, kind of the giant Cena U.S. Open uh, challenge. Bring that back. You know, something Cody emulated when he had the title. Um, So, you know, he offered anybody in the Dark Order. John Silver, of course, wants to jump up and, you know, do it. He, uh, in full holiday spirit, came out like a little leprechaun with his little green hat. And he was really excited to uh, fight Darby. But the murder hawk didn't like that, Matt. He came out and said his piece. He wants, a, he wants a part of this title. And uh, Matt, maybe, maybe line of the week. Um, you know, when last last week we got uh Kenny Omega saying, 69 me done, 69 me, Don, 69 me. This week, in a similar echo of Schlong angled humor, I don't think that Jake the Snake Roberts was technically making a, a, a genitalia joke. I think he was just ready for lunch. Because he called uh, Darby Allen a hot dog, and then ended his promo by calling Mr. Allen a little weenie boy. <laughs> There's just something about that ten smokes a day growly, <laughs> gritty voice calling somebody little a song. weenie boy. You're a little weenie boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, The smoke really added to it. And I didn't even mention the biggest part of this moving, moving, you know, juggling the plates segment. Brian Cage came out uh, with Taz and friends. And Taz came out to do his usual spiel against Dobby Allen and Sting and Tony Schiavone. And Brian Cage took the stick and said, Sting, Ricky Starks is wrong. You don't need a bet. You are still the icon. And he shook Sting's hand and basically blew up. FTW. So it's pretty shocking stuff. And you know, like I say every week when I when I run my list of AEW's best, they set this stuff up where it's it's gotta peak your interest night of and then get you get the kind of get the gears going on. Man, what's gonna happen next week? What's what's this implicate for you know the next episode of Dynamite? And so now we're gonna see what happens with Brian. Um, you know, is he gonna break away from Taz and Buddies and you know, Darby and John Silver coming up? Uh you know, and you know maybe more food food drops from Jake the Snake Roberts. Who knows? Maybe he'll eat a live mouse on television. I don't know, man. Uh, well, man, that brings us to the dishonorable mention. Oh no, of NXT, Matt was there one this week.
1: Uh, yeah, and I, I, it's going to work together with my number one moment is I EO uh, Shirai picks uh, Raquel Gonzalez as her opponent. Uh, hands her over a contract that just needs a signature on it. And I just, I thought there could have been more to it. It looks like they're <laughs> going to wrap some stuff in into this later. But uh, the only thing we really got from it was just EO walking up to Dakota Kai and then walking around her. Pretty much just, you know,
0: saying. Just kind of David at her.
1: Yeah, just, yeah. It's not you. you, you you're you not getting this, but uh, yeah. that does bring us into our number one moment, which was, I, I think Mike, we're seeing a a whole new superstar standing out for this women's division is yeah. uh, Zoe Stark. We've brought her up now three weeks. This is the third week in a row. Um, she did a fantastic job. Obviously you've got Dakota Kai and Zoe Stark going at it. So Dakota Kai, gonna make everybody look like a super duper star but there the wwe is obviously telling this story now with the third straight week of Zoe Stark being featured that she is um she's somebody to pay attention to but all in all this is this was the wrestling match uh of the night for nxt i thought uh I thought Dakota Kai brought it I thought this was that representation of like why is she uh, always featured at the top of this brand and I, I think they tell a lot of story with Dakota Kai and we forget how amazing she is at pro wrestling because she's always so busy uh, telling a story in the ring, uh, that we forget how incredibly talented she is and how athletic she is and what she can do with her kicks. Um, and this, this was a great showcase of, of exactly, uh, what she does with those kicks with the coda kick taken out, uh, Zoe at the end there. So a plus to this match a plus to the wrestling and, uh, A-plus to to Zoe, who's continuing to stand out uh, week after week. So, Mike, uh, your uh, dishonorable mention (laughs) for
0: AEW. A dishonorable mention. It's just because there was so much on the line. I think we all had our our expectations. Sky-high, brother. It was MJF and friends. They have a group name. Matt, get ready for Pinnacle! I don't know. Maybe it's just because we grew up with our father and... You know, he would save all the titleist golf balls for himself, and we got to use the pinnacle ones. So we always kind of you know, look down on pinnacle. Uh, but, uh, eh, you know, MGF, eh, you know, he's he set the bar so high with his promos, and this was just kind of like, here's the war machine. He's Wardlow. Well, there's Sean S.S. Spears. Oh, man, he's the chairman. He's going to hit you in the chair. And it was just <laughs> like, eh, you know, I, yeah. MJF, you, you've done so many great ones. This was just not up there. And I, Pinnacle, eh, I would have workshop that one a little bit more, but that's okay, Matt. None of that matters. Because moment of maybe the year. Matt, maybe one of the top ten moments in women's wrestling was on a free episode of AEW Dynamite because Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker had a bloody, gory gladiator duel to the death. Um... My God, what are we? Not even ten days out from, you know, the the mouse fart that was uh the death match. And Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa did a lights out match. And man, it, it was shocking. It was unbelievable. Uh, I've I've never seen I've never seen a wrestling promotion, at least, you know, in the in the ones that we watch, because we only make time for a couple. Give the green light to let these two women just destroy each other's bodies. Take incredible bumps like they did, uh, whether it was the thumbtacks coming out, <laughs> um, uh, submission maneuvers getting reversed onto thumbtacks, power bombs getting dropped onto thumbtacks, uh, women flying through tables, both of them getting busted open, um, just limbs flying. <laughs> it was, there was emotion on both their faces while they both sold the the agony, but this, this feud has been so long, it's just been boiling over. And this was the only way to really have a payoff, to have a send-off, to have a match like this. We've waited for so long, just wondering, when are we going to get Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa together in a ring? I don't want one of these cheapy roll-ups. I don't want shenanigans with somebody coming in. Let's just let them destroy each other. And, my God, the promoters, Tony Khan, TNT, I'll just say, you women, just do whatever you want. Get out there and just put the show on. And they... They, they stole the whole damn year. I, I don't know how you possibly live up to one of the greatest women's matches I've ever seen in my life. Um, Thunder Rosa, give her the biggest AEW contract you can. Britt Baker, as soon as they want to, she can run that division and just be the champion for you know five years running. Um, good Lord. It was just so violent. And it's not just the violence, Matt. is that these women earned it. Like, they earned... I need to destroy you because you've you've been the bane, you've been the thorn. You've been just, you know, that 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 uh, that that piece of pain and turmoil in my life for months and I need to put this to an end to finally be at ease. And that's what they did. They put each other over. They put themselves over and they put over women's wrestling. It was it was fantastic. It was a hell of a moment. I I loved it, man. All the stars. All the constellations. Give it to all the hot dogs. There you go. Hot dogs.
1: God damn it. You were supposed to give it a hot dog score. Just you and your stars. I gave (laughs) them star
0: dogs. There we go.
1: Star dogs. Uh, You get an F for following the brand of the Brothers of Discussion. Mike, you should have said
0: negative hot dogs. You should have said I got a Frank. That's an F.
1: (laughs) Um. Yeah. I mean, for my, for my point of view, like for all, for everybody that got or was given a hard time online for trying to make the argument that that Moxley Kenny Omega match, I mean, there were some cute little explosions in the middle with uh, hitting the ropes and uh, that little stick that was ready to blow up. Like, Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> I think, uh, I think something was just destroyed on my deck um oh my god i can't believe this is happening right now um yeah, there's a huge I, I don't know if it came through on the microphone but there was just a huge like collapse outside uh oh my god well jesus christ uh, i don't want to go outside and find out what just happened um oh no i know what it was oh jesus we just bought a new heater oh man i bet that's what toppled over It's so windy, uh, in Michigan right now. This is such a bummer. Um, it's one of those, it's got the heat shield on top. So what happened just now is probably it fell on the heat shield. So 75 pounds just fell on top of it on a thin piece of metal. So it's probably completely ruined and we haven't even used it yet. Um, okay. Well, uh, yeah, I'm ready to go check out and see what happened there. I don't know. You, you want to talk fast lane real quick. Let's let's get
0: through Fastlane, man. I think we know what's going to happen. There, there, there it's Wrestlemania time. We know who's going to win. Matt E versus Apollo Crews for that IC championship. Uh
1: real quick, yeah. I, I think this one just continues to Wrestlemania. I think that's a good uh a good push for for any of these feuds uh to keep to keep going. Um and I think we're going to get a lot of that actually now that I'm taking a second look at the card except for Roman. All right.
0: I uh, I don't know what they're going to do to book this where Apollo Crews still looks strong, but I think they're trying to maintain the strength of this character because I think they feel like they, they found a little something. They found a little something, something. This is not going to end cleanly. Somebody's going to roll outside the ring and get a 10 count. The belt will, won't change hands, but this one is extending into WrestleMania. Matt, a women's tag team championship match. Hell yeah. Remember when it used to be the Kabuki Warriors? Um, and it would get defended once in a while. This is going to get defended. Matt, Nia, Jax, and Shayna defending against Sasha and Bianca. Matt, wh- what? Okay, where do you have higher expectations? This match or episode one of Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Yeah,
1: Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I This is this is just set up so Sasha and Bianca can get in, into WrestleMania. So. I, I hate to say it, but you know we we want to see more women's tag team championship matches, but we want it to be about the tag team championship. So this one, yeah, I'm not too I'm not too thrilled about.
0: Yeah, I mean we know that that uh, that uh, uh, union is short lived. Uh, there, right. There's very little chance of Sasha right. and Bianca coming out on top, and I want to see Shayna continue to have a belt. So give me Shayna and I all day, man. I'm gonna skip one and come back. Uh, so we got Drew McIntyre and Sheamus um
1: yeah this is one where one of these guys has to go away for a bit so i think this is going to end with maybe a huge explosion or something um you know somebody's going to get crushed by a bunch of tables uh and and that's going to be so drew mcintyre can go up against lashley or at least feud with him leading into wrestlemania cleanly and then maybe sheamus gets involved at wrestlemania um because i know they want to keep drew mcintyre looking strong I don't want that. I'd prefer Bobby Lashley went over clean over McIntyre. But if we're trying to figure this out, I, I, again, I think all of these aren't really going to be about finishing any feuds that night. And, uh, especially with the one that you skipped, but yeah, uh, McIntyre will win and Seamus will go away for a bit. I
0: would say if this company is really like trying to make a, make a, a big bang on, uh, you know, Peacock, this would be a match to have Brock insert himself at the finish and insert himself into WrestleMania not have him show up on an episode of raw, not have him show up on an episode of SmackDown, just have him show up on the first goddamn Peacock pay-per-view ever and uh, let him make his presence known. And then, uh, you know, maybe we get that drew versus Brock versus Bobby match at WrestleMania and we'll all lose our, our minds, because I thought uh, you
1: said the rock, and I was
0: just like, Oh no, what Brock, the fuck are you? No, 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 Brock, <laughs> yeah, no, that's oh, not okay. in the
1: cards,
0: oh, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, the people's champ is coming out. Oh, so the uh,
1: yeah, if you go to Peacock and look at the WWE section, they have a rock section where you can see all the shows, the, his current TV show. The old uh, show that he was involved in on USA uh, that was like a reality show. So I was just like, maybe that's oh. where, where
0: he's Yeah, going. we got to start selling that Young Rock television show. Here we go.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, go.
0: Uh, Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan. Uh, you got
1: 15 seconds to 15? get under
0: an hour. My God. Well, I think we had this Fastlane match like two years ago and three years ago. <laughs> Yeah. So we know it's going to be good. I mean, you know, I like reruns as much as the next guy, and it's it's not Daniel's time to defeat Roman Reigns. It's, it's not going to happen.
1: It's not going to happen.
0: Come on. I wouldn't even have this match close the show. That's how certain I am that Roman is going to win. I would have a different match close out the show, and I think you know what it is. Matt, uh, likelier outcome. Daniel Bryan wins, or uh, what's something very unlikely? You go outside and your deck is not destroyed. Um,
1: yeah, that's what I want to talk about. Um, so <laughs> I'm just, uh, no, uh, uh, I, I, I would think it would be fun if Daniel Bryan did get that victory over Roman once before everything was all said and done. But we know, like, that's for us. What Daniel's been doing is selling everybody around him. So, absolutely, Roman's going over And, of course, the last match that we're going to discuss here is uh, Randy Orton and Alexa Bliss, which, uh, you know, won't even have – we know it's not going to have any fighting in it. Um, And Xavier Woods was uh, talking about his match with Mia Yim on on Twitter that he's still dying for. So, uh, we all know that's not going to happen. Randy isn't throwing a punch at Alexa, I I don't think, um, just because of, you know, the WWE's decision – So, uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think this could end the night. I think uh, there's going to be a lot of theatrics involved. And, of course, we're going to see the return of The Fiend. And for all the different conversations we've had about The Fiend doing his tour around the WWE uh, to get revenge, this would be it. This would be where he gets his WrestleMania revenge and The Fiend has a a two-year win streak uh, at WrestleMania taking down John Cena and Randy Orton, the two most decorated of the modern era.
0: What a resume uh, for Bray Wyatt, uh, knocking those two out after we were so nervous about where his career was going. um, Yeah, I I can't wait to see how they reboot him uh, against Randy. I I don't know if it's going to be a total costume change, if he's going to be just on fire the rest of his career he's going to be smoldering embers um, he's going to be phoenix like um, i just they set the bar so high when he came out as the fiend for the first time i somehow are they going to top that with a fiend reboot a fiend reboot man is it going to happen
1: uh i i don't know i hadn't even thought about it so i guess no so with that uh i <laughs> I don't, do, you, are you, do you have an idea then? What do, you, what do we? I, Mike, you know where my head's at right now. Jesus, Christ. I just, I just feel like. Uh, <laughs> <Are you listening?
0: laughs> All right, Meg, end the show.
1: I'm sorry, I, I fucking, my house exploded behind me, and we're still talking.
0: Yeah, um, you everybody, I, Nobody I, cares. I, we want to talk wrestling, man. I know.
1: I'm, I'm so sorry, everybody. Uh, Let's I, bring I up that go. Shane
0: McMahon rankings. Here we go.
1: All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Check out Beody Podcast check out the Jane Russia. versus go. Vince nineteen
0: ninety nine.